this engaging ministry with their men. And we do all this because one simple reason. Every man deserves an opportunity to become an authentic, biblically-based man of God. This podcast is sponsored by Men's Ministry Catalyst, a ministry now in its 42nd year designed to help church leadership as they build this engaging ministry with their men. Hello, everyone. My name is Wendell Morton. I am the Executive Director of Men's Ministry Catalyst. So great to have you here today. You are the reason we exist. I have a special guest with me today, a man by the name of Sam Black. Sam is passionate about helping Christians live free from pornography because he knows you keep what you give away. In walking his own grace-filled journey to freedom with the support of allies, Sam serves as the education director for Covenant Eyes. He's the author of The Healing Church, What the Church Gets Wrong About Pornography and How to Fix It. He joined Covenant Eyes in 2007. After 18 years as a journalist, he's edited 16 books on the impact of pornography, speaks at events for parents, men, and Christian leaders. He's been married for 26 years, almost 27, and is the father of two adult children. Sam, welcome. Thanks for joining today. Wendell, thank you for having me. Excited for our conversation today. It is a uh, um, talking about pornography is a is a challenging topic, one that the church doesn't deal with very well, doesn't talk about a lot, but one that absolutely needs to be. Um, this session, we're going to focus on uh, the men themselves and what we can do to help them break the cycle of porn. So, Sam, just help me get through this. I've spoken to many men who feel like they're on a merry-go-round of looking at porn and then asking God for forgiveness. They just seem stuck in the ongoing cycle. What's going on there? Yeah, Wendell, you know, that can feel so that stickiness, just like they're, how did I get here? Yep. Why can't I just break free from this? Why can't God, I've asked you so many times, please mm. take this away from me. I don't want to do this anymore. I prayed those same prayers, Wendell. Yeah. And so uh, a cycle or being stuck is a really a good description for this battle. And from a very, very simplistic view, we can look at porn and then make uh, a private confession to God. And so it feels like, man, I, I, I did that. I don't want to do that anymore. And I, Lord, please take this away from me. I'm so sorry no. I did this. And yeah. And that's a way that we can look at that cycle. Like it's very short. It's just like, hey, I prayed for this to go away. And in and, and fact, I feel like I did better for a little while. And but then I come back. So what's going on there? Mm. Uh, there are some bigger things that underline that cycle. Um, I I've talked to hundreds, thousands of men. And, and I hear the same story over and over again that helps them understand, and it, and it describes how did I get here? And so we need to ask ourselves two questions. I think that's important. How did I get here? Yep. Why do I stay here? And how yep. do I get here is very common. There's four pieces that I've seen this, and it's backed up by Christian counselors. And the first one is early exposure. I was exposed at the age of 10 to pornography. 
Wow. And I just, and I didn't even understand the mechanics of sex. Yep. But um, I can recall that I was walking outside of my our Florida home and, and I saw my brother looking at a magazine. He was 10 years older than me and he turned it around and I instantly stepped forward. I didn't walk away from that. You know, we often think our kids yeah. just look away, but that's not true. So the second yeah. part of that, first is over exposure. Number two is ongoing use. And I had a friend and his dad had pornography falling out of his closet. I could take anything I wanted and I did. Yep. Number three, there's some trauma or pain or drama, especially early in life. Now, my home was strict religious, strict religious in a strict way. But it was also a violent home. Oh. And so those are two com- are common factors. But things like divorce or feeling like, hey, I just don't belong or lots of other things that can happen early on. And somewhere in time, often in adolescence, the use of porn becomes escapism. Yeah. Yeah. And so for myself, when I felt fear or anger or um you know, just didn't, I, I, I was just scared or whatever it was, I could right. have pornography and that was my escape. Yeah. Well, that escapism began to expand. So if mm-hmm. I didn't do well on a test at school or if I, I felt right. bored, I could run yeah. to pornography and seek an escape. Yeah. And wow. that's how the trap gets laid for a bigger cycle. Wow. And these are often called building blocks because they're, they're formative. And that gets us to the second question is, why do I stay here? Yeah. After promising God, I will never look at pornography again, even doing better for a little while. But then you know, that promise gets broken again. And yep. again. So what, what's going on here? There's a bigger cycle. And that has to do with those pain, that those wounds that we've experienced, especially early. That creates a belief system about who I am. Yep. And it's not adopting who I am in Christ. It's sometimes self-doubt. Yeah. And or anger or yep. memories from the past that cause us all these negative emotions. Yeah. And then something can trigger us. Yeah. And as soon as that trigger happens, we don't even recognize that we're on a trajectory toward finding an escape from that feeling and emotion. Right. Right. I'll give you an example. Yeah. Uh, when I was a, a kid, I was, I was, my dad had me begin coiling a rope. And and I and he, I I was doing it uh hand over elbow, hand over elbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to do it uh overhand. And I'd never done it that way. And so when I began trying to do it overhand, I it would twist. And so yeah. he would hit me every time he oh. would twist. And wow. so I got hit in the face and the back of the head and the back. And I was, it was called a dummy and I didn't know how to do it right. And so as I, as a young uh, man and as an, as a father, I would wind a rope and I would remember that. And I just didn't remember it. I relived it. Yep. So, yep. <laughs> that was I didn't even recognize at the time that when I would coil a rope or an extension cord or something like that, that was my trigger to remember and relive that memory. Wow. 
fantasize about it or whatever, but the negative right. right. pain that I was feeling would lead me toward, hey, I need to escape this. Yeah. And I didn't even recognize. Yep. But it would play and I would begin to fantasize or begin a ritual that would lead to me acting out. And then I would feel this toxic shame and despair. And that would lead me back to my belief system that says, see, you're not worthy enough. You're not yeah. special enough. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can't live the, the life that God wants for you. And so we have to break the cycle. We can't stay stuck in that cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. God offers us a way out. And so what do we do, Sam? How do we get out? <laughs> well, one of the first things that is important for us to remember is scripture teaches us to confess our sins to one another and pray for one another that we might be healed. And so what that is saying to us is that we need a bigger community. That's James 5.16. Yep, exactly. So Good. we need to bear, we need to, we need to dive into no longer living in the secret confession. Isolation. And isolation from God. That we're, yeah. we're, we're pretending that we're actually, hey, yeah. God is pouring this out to you. But he said, yeah. hey, I want you to come out to the body of Christ. I want you to come yeah. to the fellowship. Yeah. And then that yeah. fellowship, then we gain uh, strength through one another. We grow. Yeah. Yeah. And when I, Wendell, when I come to you and say, Wendell, man, I, I've been struggling, and I want you to know what my struggle is about. And when will you begin asking me questions? Well, how long has this been going on? When did you first see pornography? And, and how has that uh, impacted your life? And now we're having a deeper conversation, right? Yep. And as I grow in that and begin to understanding how pornography has impacted me, then when I have those emotions, when I... Feel that belief system trying to trip me up. You can remind me of who I am in Christ. Yeah. And yeah. as we begin to have that craving, we can make a different decision. We can grow in personal awareness. What am I feeling right now? What am I being tempted to do? What am I feeling? And what am I thinking? What am I doing? And what I'm thinking of doing? I'm going to repeat those four to you again. Yeah, please. What am I feeling? Okay. What am I thinking? Yep. What am I doing? And what yep. am I thinking of doing? And we, as we have that conversation, mm. I am growing in greater awareness, and you are helping me walk down that. Now I can own those emotions, yep. those feelings, and I can begin connecting with you and others. Yep. And that builds me within me power to make better choices. I can lean on the power of the Holy Spirit. I can be focused there instead of focused on my flesh. Yeah. We can learn and grow, but it's important that we learn and grow together. Yeah. Those are great points. I mean, I, I took notes while you're talking and, and great, uh, great insight on many, many things. You know, isolationism among men today is pretty, pretty deep. They may work together. They may live in a neighborhood. They may go to church together. They may even be in a small group together. Yeah. But they're still isolated in many cases. Very surface relationships, right? Very surface relationships. What you're talking about is opening the kimono and saying, here's who I really am. 
Here's what's really going on. To be truly known and truly loved. Yeah, truly. You know, that's that's yep. that's what we really want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what every human wants. Right. We, we yep. want to be known by others, known by God and yep. to be authentic, to be like yeah. an orange. You know, when you yep. when you see an orange, you immediately know what's on the inside. You do. That's an right. Orange is an orange on the outside. Orange is orange, orange yep. on the inside. Yep. Yep. And that's what we want to be. We want to be yeah, what people see on the outside. Actually, be authentic on the inside. Yeah. We can yep. be our, our authentic selves and not hiding ourselves. Yeah. Two two spots here. Well, I want to talk about some resources that can help people here in a minute, but. Um, if a, if a man, I mean, your story, thanks for being open and honest about your story. Uh, if, a, if a man has any kind of abuse or any kind of, you know, reasons that have been ingrained into him to not be open, to not try new things, to not trust all of those things as he tries to work through whatever it is, how do we... How, first of all, how does he know that what he needs to do is lean into what he's afraid of, which is open, honest dialogue, trust, because the authoritarian in his life has been, you know, tough, negative, yeah. hard, harsh. Yeah, right. So that, that takes a big step of, of faith, no doubt, tremendous fear, trepidation as you try to wade into that. Yeah. What's been yeah. your experience, sir? Yeah. Well, I think a, a key component of this is uh, you, you need to find friends who are safe. Yeah. And in a, in a, that, and, and, and a safe process. And I'll, and I'll come back to those two. Yeah. Uh, our, our lives and our hearts uh, are a little like coffee filters. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we can, we, we put coffee into the, the, uh, the, the Mr. Coffee Maker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have that filter in there, and you put coffee, yep. in there and, then, and then you yep. put the hot water in there, and the hot water pours over it, right? And it comes out brown, right? Yep, yep. Well, so often the gospel is poured over that pure water is poured over those grounds that are in that are polluting our filter, right? And so when they come out on the other side, we have all this. Can the church really love me? Can the church really care for me? Yep. Yep. In the church, or will they just judge me? And so we're tainted by those those emotions, those uh, thoughts, those ideas. And so it is important that we find safe people. And sometimes the church hasn't been very safe. No, that's, that's why true. the healing church is because yep. I want the church to be a place that can provide safe places and yep, yep. processes and safe yep. people to talk to. That's, that's right. Um, and you can learn more about it at thehealingchurch.com. Okay. I, I, I think it's imperative. And, and I recognize that men are often don't like to read. So I think no. it's very simple uh, to make it easy for guys to, to get through a, under, a course and can even listen to it on audio. And it is, uh, if you do a search for the Victory app by Covenant Eyes, the Victory app by Covenant Eyes, you'll find uh, a, a downloadable resource uh, app 
where you can go through uh, this training and understanding this and it helps you understand how did I get here? Why yep. do I stay here? And how can I yep. begin to break free? And we just provide ongoing information that creates a great guide for you. But we also, I also recommend the Samson Society. And you can find them at the samsonsociety.com. And I uh, I host meetings, uh, newcomer meetings, on Tuesdays at 1 o'clock Eastern time. And it really, uh, the Samson Society is a, is a community of Christian men who are facing together something that's bigger than they are. So it allows men to come to a safe place, yep. a safe process with other safe guys who are saying, hey, I am here to help you uh, and because you're here to also help me. And we, whatever we say here in, in this community is held in strictest confidence. And right. we say that in every meeting so that every every guy understands that we get yep. to uh, to work and support each other. And so I I, love there it. are two things that I would encourage men to take advantage of today is download the Victory app by coming down yep. Yep. and to uh, attend a newcomer meeting. There's a number of opportunities for that at the samsonsociety.com. I'm sorry, samsonsociety.com. And that, um, and, and because like you said, a lot of men are like, I, I'm, I don't feel safe in my own church. Yep. I don't feel Definitely. like I got yep. a friend that I can talk to. Yep. Yep. But when we learn, when we go through the process of that healing, um, it ignites in our heart a spirit of the Holy Spirit, for sure, but it's our spirit that says, I now need to give back. Mm. And, and so what I increasingly see is that men who learn to find freedom from pornography and their un, other unwanted behaviors, they lean into other men. They give away the freedom that they've received. Wow. That's really good. Sam, listen, I this is a treat, and I want to have you back. Let's talk about your book and talk about the church and how the church can create those safe places, because I, I absolutely think that's critical. In the show notes, I'll include uh, directions to the Victory app and the SAMHSA Society. Man, I just want to encourage you, anybody, uh, whether you have an issue with pornography, whether you think you may have an issue or whether you know somebody with an issue, the numbers are high. I don't know exactly what the statistics are today, but it's it's over 50%, as I understand it, of men struggle with some kind of pornography. So um, this has been very, very rich. And again, I appreciate, Sam, your openness, your, your willingness to commit your life to help men walk through a successful journey. And that's the key. It can be a successful journey. That's and right. so many, so many men just continue to struggle with this particular issue, along with others. But this is the one we're talking about right now, and it can be successful journey if you take the steps to make that happen. Sam, thank you. I'll uh, put that and your contact information in the show notes, and so the man can follow up and uh, hopefully get some uh, some great help. Thank you so much, Wendell. You bet. It's great to have you here today. Just a reminder. These podcasts come out on the first and third Thursdays of every month. If you've not yet subscribed, please do so either on our website or wherever you consume podcasts. We will release this with the show notes with all of the things we just talked about. 
Again, thank you for joining us, man. You are the reason we exist. Again, we do all this for pastors and leaders of men because every man deserves an opportunity to become a biblically-based, authentic man of God.